Welcome to the Live Bold, Live Beautiful podcast. If you're looking for a community around taking bold action and creating the life that you know you deserve, then you're in the right place. I'm your host, Danny Fairhurst, and it's my mission to help people like you create a truly beautiful and fulfilling life on your own terms. It's time for you to lean into your power and utilize the ability you have to change your life from exactly where you are now to exactly where you want to be. Be sure to tune in weekly for your dose of mindset strategies and everything you need to overcome your fears, take bold action and step into the future version of yourself. Your bold and beautiful life is calling. Are you ready? Hi, it's Danny here from Live Bold, Live Beautiful and this is our first ever episode and I am so, so, so excited. So for this first episode, I just wanted to sort of introduce myself and talk a bit about what living bold means to me. So the whole purpose of Live Bold, Live Beautiful is to take bold action and create this beautiful life that you've always been dreaming of and, you know, it's what you've always longed for. But it might feel a bit out of reach, so we're thinking about taking bold action. And taking bold action has shown up for me in my life in a lot of different ways, like throughout my life. So before I went to university, I took a gap year and I went to Ghana in West Africa for, originally I went for two or three weeks and I ended up living there for a while. So that was my first kind of big bold action that was kind of accidental. Like I got there and within a few days I knew I wanted to stay. So I stayed there for a while before going to university. And that for me didn't really feel like a bold action at the time because I was caught up in the moment and I was loving being there. And it was just like, you know, an extended holiday. But thinking back, that was like the first time that I took bold action. So after this trip, I went to university and I studied law and international relations and I thought I was enjoying it. I mean, obviously I loved the university lifestyle, loved like living with my friends, going out, being away from home, all that kind of stuff. But in terms of the course... I thought that I was really enjoying learning law and international relations. So by the time I graduated, the obvious next step for me was to go to law school and get my postgraduate diploma. And that's another year. It costs a lot of money. And then once you've done that, you still have more training to do. So in the UK, it's it's known as a training contract, which is like the hands-on training that you have to do in order to become a lawyer. So I went through all of that, obviously getting into lots of debt, working in a law firm, doing my training contract, and I did it. And it just isn't where I wanted to be. So the first time that I kind of consciously took big, bold action to make a change in my life was at this time in my life where I was working as a lawyer and I hated it. 
And at that time, I wasn't ready to take the bold action of actually leaving that job, but I knew that I needed something more in my life, that I needed more enjoyment, I needed more things that made me happy to sort of make this job bearable before (laughs) I could actually leave. So I started running. It doesn't sound like an action, really, like a big, bold action, but for someone who was not fit at all, it felt very bold at the time. So I started running and like getting more into health and fitness. And I decided that, you know, going out in the evening after work and running along the pavement in Manchester, which is where I was living at the time, wasn't really what I wanted either. So I'd got into running and I was really enjoying it. But the, there was just no spark when it came to running on the pavement. And I realised I needed something more. So what I did was I actually signed up to coordinated races. So I did the Manchester Half Marathon. And that was a big, bold action for me. I signed up to it. I knew I was nowhere close to being able to run that distance. But it was a good goal for me to work towards. And at the same time that I was working towards these um, goals and these races that I'd signed up for, I was also working for a charity that supported children in Ghana. So I was doing a lot of fundraising, frequent trips out to Ghana. And I thought, you know, I'm going to use these races that I'm signing up for to raise money, like combine the fundraising and the running together. So I kind of thought to myself, what? what can I do? What is like a big, a big thing that I can do? You know, everyone runs races to raise money. What can I do that is going to be big and what is going to make a huge impact? What's going to get people to be like, yes, I'm going to sponsor Danny, take my money. And I was sat in my bed and I thought, you know what? I'm going to climb Mount Kilimanjaro. If you don't know where that is, it's in Tanzania, in Africa. It's the tallest freestanding mountain, I believe. Probably should should know these things, I've been up it. And I have no idea where it came from. Just came to my mind and I was like, next year I'm going to climb Kilimanjaro. So I was like, that's going to be my 12-month goal. I think it actually ended up being a 15-month goal, but... That was the end goal. And every month between now, that moment that I was sat in bed and climbing the mountain, I was going to do a different challenge. And my partner, my fiance at the time, like laughed at me. And he was like, you know, that's a really tough challenge. And like, it's really hard. And he kind of just like shrugged it off. And I was like, yeah. I know it's tough, but I'm going to do it. Taking bold action and I'm signing up to do it. And I was like, signing up to do it and purchasing like the travel package is going to make me do it. So that's what I did. Like within the week, I had signed up. We'd found a local tour company in Tanzania who had like, they did safaris in the Serengeti and organised trips up Kilimanjaro, so trips, climbs, and all this other stuff. That's a whole other story about that holiday. So I signed up for it and I was like, okay. 
15 months time I'm going to be climbing Kilimanjaro and between now and then I'm going to do some sort of challenge. So I decided that the best thing to do was just to sign up to these things. So I signed up to the Paris Marathon. There's a thing in the UK called Rat Race Dirty Weekend, which is a marathon distance obstacle course. And they have this really like amazing music festival thing that happens at the end. And it's just a whole event, weekend event. And it's awesome. So I signed up for that. I signed up for a few half marathons, signed up for Tough Mudder. I signed up for the Three Peaks Challenge, which is where you climb the three highest peaks in the UK within 24 hours, including driving between them. That's a good challenge. And all of these things were just totally outside my comfort zone. And it just brought me so much joy. Just, oh, who knew that running through a muddy field, absolutely exhausted, and having strangers throwing me over obstacles would bring me joy but it did and the first time I did an obstacle course race I was petrified I was there on my own I didn't know anybody else running I'd never done an obstacle course I mean I probably did one as a kid but not like a a thing and it was amazing and I was like why have I not stepped out of my comfort zone before now like why this is incredible and it's when I started doing these things and seeing how much joy there was there I was like holy shit if something pops into my head I need to do it like I've just got to do it and that is what is going to bring me joy and create this life that I am craving and this life that I I want so for a long time these events um running these kind of things were bringing more joy into my life and I was repeatedly taking those bold actions booking things that I didn't think I could do and I can tell you now that when I got to the top of Kilimanjaro without needing oxygen without needing to take altitude sickness medication so like unaided for want of a better word like I got to the top of that mountain and they time the summit climb for sunrise so I got to the top of this mountain and I was like oh my god I am relatively unhealthy I mean at this point I'd been running marathons so I was more healthy relatively unhealthy 30 year old I might not have been 30 just average woman who is like five foot three, a little bit round, who decided that a year ago she was going to climb Kilimanjaro and she's just fucking done it. I uh, I was feeling pretty dizzy and pretty nauseous because of the altitude at that point. But the moment I just stood there and I was like, I want so much more from my life. I want these moments over and over and over again and I want to be doing these things I want to be creating a change in my life and in the lives of others as well and I came back from that trip and fairly soon after I handed my notice in for my legal job because at this time I was still working in the law firm 
and I got a job working for a charity in London because because I'd been doing so much charity work in Ghana with the charity that that I was an ambassador for I thought okay so maybe maybe the charity route is where I want to go that didn't work out not not because anything went wrong but I I moved from Manchester to London for this new job which was another bold action that I never would have done like that whole move was huge and every time that I questioned my actions or my decisions so the decision to move to London I just thought like I just remembered myself standing on top of the mountain and that feeling of yes this was so worth it this is what I want this is the life that I deserve so I packed up from Manchester moved to London worked in my charity job which I really enjoyed the people were amazing it was a really good job but I knew that I needed more I knew that I was not meant to be in an office not to say that I was meant to be running marathons every day but I knew that I wasn't meant to be just in an office working for somebody else just yeah it just wasn't where I was meant to be like I was still running every day I ran home from work which was like a 10k run and I noticed more and more that like running wasn't bringing me joy anymore because the weight of everything else like I hated living in London my job wasn't it was fulfilling but it wasn't bringing that spark and even running just wasn't doing it anymore so I started yoga that brought me a bit more joy I started meditating that brought me a bit more joy but really I was just like there's still something missing you know like these things are still making me happy but they're not bringing me that oh my god joy so I quit my job (laughs) you'll see a pattern and I moved back home to Staffordshire which is like just south of Manchester I live in Cheshire now which borders Staffordshire but Staffordshire is where I grew up and when I moved back, I didn't have a job set up. I decided that I was going to start a business. And so I was living in my mum's old house. She had moved in with her husband. I was paying rent and bills and stuff. But Mark and I had moved into my mum's old house. And we kind of had that security of, you know, if if we're a little bit short on rent, we can make it up later because we were just paying to my mum. So we we did have those outgoings, but there was a bit more flexibility with it. And I was like, okay, Danny, it's time for big, bold action. Like, you've got to do this, but what are you going to do? And I'd always had a blog and I'd been teaching myself how to do like WordPress and social media and email lists and all this stuff. And I was like, okay, I'm going to be a virtual assistant. I'm going to do all these things that I've taught myself how to do for other people so in my spare time I'd been like learning how to build websites how to run social media campaigns how to build email lists like I love that kind of stuff so I'd just been doing it in my own time and when I moved home I was like this is it like this is the time that you take a bold step and you start business so I did I started my business we moved in October like the last day of October so it was like Halloween when we moved And by April, I was pregnant with Ella. And it was one of those like make or break moments. I was like, this business has to work. I'm bringing a child into the world. I need to be making money. 
but I do not want to go back to a regular job. Plus there's that thing of like, who would hire a pregnant person? And I just put everything I had into it. And every day I woke up and committed to taking some sort of action that was working towards that business so that I could support my family. So December rolls around, we welcome Ella to the world and things in business are going well. I've got a newborn, bringing in money with my VA business and everything is great with the exception that Mark was working in the motor trade at the time. So he was working six days a week, he was working long hours plus the commute and he just never ever got to see Ella. So he had a few weeks off He went back to work in January and like by the end of January, I decided that this wasn't going to work. Like he was not, not going to miss out on Ella's life. So it was time for another bold action. And this time it was that I was going to make enough money so that Mark didn't have to work in the motor trade. So end of January, I said to him, I want you to work at home with me. But obviously I needed to increase the income so that he could do that. And when April rolled round, so three months later, Mark handed his notice in and from May he didn't go to work anymore. So he works in the VA business with me now. He does Squarespace websites. But that big, bold action, I was just... I was like, we are not... I haven't had a child, we haven't had a child, so that, like, that you don't see, that just makes no sense to me, it made no sense at all to have a child together and then him not be here, so big bold action, we retired Mark, and you know, that was like, it was hard, we had a newborn, she wasn't sleeping, we weren't sleeping, we were working all hours of the day, working weekends, like really, really hustling to try and make enough money to support both of us so that Mark could quit his job and then come into the business. But we got there. We got there and every day we both woke up committed to taking action that was going to take us closer to this goal and then it became our reality and we still had to wake up every day like and work on it. We had to sustain it. So every day we were waking up, we were committing to doing that and building this business. And that was like a huge, bold action that took me, well, our entire family closer to like this dream life that that we want. And then more recently, I took another bold action, which has led us to live bold, live beautiful existing. And I have an incredible client called Amanda and she runs the Inner Beauty Bible Sparkle System certification. And I've worked with Amanda for years, like since Ella was born, maybe before Ella was born. And I've been watching her program from the sidelines. I've processed her videos. I've helped to put courses together. And like, I've been involved in her entire business, but I've never taken that step to complete her certification. And the certification date was rolling around this year. So it was in June this year. And it's a six-day in-person retreat in New Jersey. 
and I'm in the UK and about four weeks before the retreat date Amanda said you know you've got to come like you have to come you have to come and do the certification just do it and I said yes and I booked flights and I booked my Airbnb and I got on a plane for the first time in almost five years which is insane I used to travel all the time and then obviously the virus that must not be named hit prior to that I'd had Ella so we'd got a newborn we didn't want to fly with a newborn prior to that I was pregnant and like yeah we just didn't travel so it was like It'd been almost five years since I'd been on a plane, which is just crazy. But I was just like, no, I'm doing it. I'm going. I knew all the materials. I'd watched them so many times. I'd studied. So I got on the plane, flew out, and I had best week of my life. Like, it was a totally life-changing experience. I'm going to put the link to Amanda's programs in the show notes because everyone needs to check them out. And while we were in the middle of the retreat, I set up Live Bold, Live Beautiful. I went back to my Airbnb after one of the one of the sessions and I created the website and I was like, I'm doing this. I don't just want to do VA work forever. And I don't mean like just a VA as in, oh, you're only a VA. I mean it like I want something in addition to it. I don't want it to be my sole thing. And I've just started this huge transformation in my life that one bold action has changed everything. So right now, I'm a level two Reiki healer. I'm an internationally certified EFT practitioner, NLP practitioner, clinical hypnotherapist, time techniques practitioner, breathwork facilitator, a life and success coach, and I'm currently in a program to become a sacred priestess. And everything in my life in the last couple of months has just changed massively. Like, I never, ever would have done a podcast. Mm Mm-mm. Never. And I'm like... I am past the point of trying to contain myself in a box. (laughs) I... Yeah, I'm here. I'm doing things that make me happy and so that that was my ramble about what taking bold action and creating the beautiful life that I desire looks like to me and in my life and what taking those bold actions has brought me so I just want to leave you today just with like maybe even use it as a journal prompt if you journal or maybe just you know something to think about And I would love for you to think about where in your life you have already taken bold action. And once you've identified those times when you did, I want you to really think about how that felt and what that was a catalyst for, like what changes that started. Because usually these bold actions and bold decisions, they can create an instant change but they are also often catalysts for huge changes later in life. We don't necessarily put the two together. So I'd absolutely love for you to really just sit and think and feel into what it was like when you took those bold actions and just remember how that felt and how we can create more of that. So that's it for this week. I'll be back next week with more insight into taking bold action and creating your dream life. 
What a bold and beautiful episode that was. If this resonated with you, I would love for you to check out my coaching programs. We take all of the amazing strategies and tools that we covered today and we explore them on a deeper level. I help you break it all down and implement these teachings in a way that fits into your real life. To learn more, visit my website www.liveboldlivebeautiful.com or reach out to me on Instagram at livebold underscore livebeautiful. I can't wait to hear from you.